Welcome to the Psychology of Wealth mini chapters by Dr. Paul Council, as narrated by Justin Paul. Chapter 65 Alarming Trends Quote, Most investors make decisions based on advice or emotions. End quote. There is some really disturbing news on the radio and newspapers of late, and much of it revolves around investors losing money to frauds and scams. Back in the news again is the Nigerian scam. It is one of the most elaborate scams on the internet and indeed via fax and post before the internet became popular. People are receiving emails from a top government official in Nigeria who says that they have access to a secret sum of many millions of dollars which they require help in transferring to an international bank account. In return for your help, they promise to generously remunerate you. So far, they have netted over half a billion dollars from desperate people, gullible enough to respond to these kinds of emails where the sender pretends to start the process of the transfer. Along the way, they keep asking for more money to help bribe officials, pay taxes, or cover unexpected fees. Of course, this is the whole purpose of the scam, and those disenfranchised by contemporary financial practices keep handing over the money, hoping that they will eventually be rewarded. It can be physically dangerous as well. Some of those who have finally woken up to the scam have travelled back to Nigeria seeking to recover their lost monies and to date 17 have mysteriously lost their lives. Even more worrying is the current concerns about the safety of the nation's superannuation funds. With so much information, knowledge and education around these days, why is it that people still subject themselves to anything less than total control over their financial destinies? The fact that most investors make decisions based on advice or emotions rather than knowledge is one of the primary reasons why so many people simply do not succeed over the long term. Linda Sirinsky, the Chief Executive Officer of Charles Schwab Australia, says the institutions have a preference for uneducated investors. Sirinsky criticized Australian financial institutions and their intermediaries for their failure to educate investors. Less than 12% of the 54% of Australians who own shares understand investing, says Sirinsky. I have two kids, and I do not depend on them supporting me, otherwise I'll be out on the curb eating dog food. Articles urging people to defuse the ignorance time bomb proliferate in contemporary literature. Armed with knowledge, an investor can create ample wealth, but ignorance can spell disaster, writes personal investor editor Robin Bowerman. Tears and terror spring to mind, reports Jackie Hayes, as Tim Blakely recalls a meeting with a dying client. It was awful, he said. He was crying practically begging me to organize his affairs so his wife could enjoy the lifestyle they created. The couple's grown children watched their father's torment in horror. Realization for them quickly dawned. In 1999, the mean superannuation payout was $187,000. Perpetual's general manager, Gerard Doherty, 
described the situation as a time bomb, saying, people often didn't find out about the shortfall until it was too late. May the wisdom of this chapter inspire you to courageously pursue your financial freedom.